This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. David Jaffe is the founder and director of Plant Nation Africa. Plant Nation Africa is an NGO that attempts to address inequality in this country through planting, farming, and educating communities about a self-sustainable lifestyle. I am absolutely delighted to talk to him to find out more about what it is he does. David, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Good morning, and thank you very much for having us. It's an absolute honor and blessing to be on High FM and uh, to share some love in the work that we're doing. So thank you very much for having us. So, David, you are one of the few people that are enjoying the continuous rain that we've been experiencing. Yeah, so I absolutely love the rains. Um, They've been super abundant. And um, over the past few years, we've planted about 11,000 trees all across South Africa. So they are loving the rain, too, and we're there to support them and protect them. And this is exactly what they need. And, uh, yeah, when the sun is ready, it will come out and shine and give them all the nutrition that they need. So we're very happy with the rains. Um, it presents some challenges as well. Working in the fields becomes a challenge. Uh, we can't actually be on site when it's raining. So that presents some delays, but we're happy to be patient and we understand that the work we're doing um, needs this rain. So we're happy and blessed. So you do two sets of work. One is an NGO and the other one is landscaping. And perhaps we can start on the NGO first. How do you go about doing what you do? Perfect. Okay, so Plant Nation Africa is an organization that focuses on indigenous tree planting programs. So we work together with corporates and private individuals where we raise funds to plant trees. Um, We do it in a sense where we do it with teamwork, uh, team building workshops, uh, where we bring the corporate teams as volunteers. We provide educational programs on how to plant the trees. And in its footprint, we plant a lot of trees. Um, we've got forests all across South Africa. We work with organizations from Cape Town and partnering companies to support us with this. Um, and essentially the goal is to educate the people, children, adults, corporates alike, um, on how to plant trees, how to plant food and grow their own medicine. So we're trying to get people reconnected with Mother Nature. And we do that through planting trees because not only does it provide them the direct insight that they need on how to work with nature and soils and stones and trees and how to use these basic tools. Um, But it also benefits the earth and the environment in a very big way. So with our current climate um, and economy across the planet, uh, trees and planting indigenous trees has become one of the most essential tasks that we need to do. So we're doing our part for the earth um, but also understanding that we need the corporate and private individual support to help with the fundraising of the trees so we can do the work for the earth and for humanity, I suppose, and all the creatures that do it. You know, we work very closely with the birds, the bees, the butterflies. And when we plant indigenous trees, it's very specific for the environment. So we do a full scientific research kind of program where we understand what the environment needs what trees will grow best in these spaces and how it will actually in the long term uh, benefit these spaces. David, how much space, uh, basically, I mean, you work with corporates, but what your philosophy is, is allowing people to grow their own food. So to what extent are corporates supportive of your project and see the value in it? So we have two different sides to it. So we planting indigenous trees like we just spoke about. And then we also go into schools, communities, office parks and private home gardens. And we create vegetable gardens and growing spaces. So you, even from your family to your office can have a, an, an abundant space of growing. 
uh, where staff and family members can connect with the garden, whether it's smell or touch or taste or feel, whatever it is, um, people are getting more connected with nature. And when it's within your direct surroundings and you have the actual understanding of how it works, um, it's quite a humbling experience to be taking the time and patience to grow your own food. Um, even as kids, to have the understanding of how a seed can turn into a tree, which can then turn it into fruit. Um, so it's a whole process of us creating these spaces so people can better connect with nature and essentially themselves. How much space do do you need to grow your own food? And is space an issue in this country? Um, so there are a lot of creative ways to grow food. And in this country, we have a lot of space. We have a lot of open space that we can utilize. We have a lot of rooftops. We have a lot of gardens. We have a lot of streets. We have parks. Um, specifically in Johannesburg, we're quite fortunate to have so many green spaces in such a big city. Um, so the opportunity is always there to grow something. Whether you're growing one lemon tree or a nut tree or you're planting an indigenous tree for the birds or the bees. Um, if you've got a small corner inside your house or outside your house, it's an opportunity to grow some form of life. Whether that life is cleaning air for your house or if that air is um, food for your family. It could be something as simple just as a few herbs or spices to add to your tea. Um, so... No matter how big or small the space is, there are those opportunities to do it. Um, sometimes you could even use like recycled materials that you find around the house, or you can get super creative and fancy. I mean, we've even created veg boxes with stone cladding and marble and drip irrigation systems, so stuff that really, really sticks out. So depending on what it is that you are trying to achieve and how you're trying to achieve it, there are lots of ways to get planting. So there's, there's no excuse. Space is not an excuse especially in South Africa. We have the greatest soil, greatest sun, good waters, and uh, strong-hearted people. So there's no reason why none of all of us shouldn't be planting. David, when you go to schools, I mean, I agree with you. I think the greatest gift you can give kids is to teach them to grow and love the soil and, you know, invest in our earth. To what extent, though, do you maintain or you have to maintain what has been grown? And to what extent is it maintained by the school? Yeah, so it's literally make or break that question, and I'm glad that you brought it up. To build a garden and to create the spaces, right, it's, it's, it's easily done. But the actual success of any garden is the maintenance and care of it. So from our side, we always try to create the structures that allow for that longevity and sustainability by creating the beds using the right soils and mulch levels and right drip irrigation systems, etc. So the element of watering it and kind of fertilizing it, we take care of it by creating the right systems. Um, when we go into any community project, no matter what it is, the first thing that we do is we deal with the actual community. We understand what the community needs, who we're dealing with in the community, who the leaders of the community, and who's going to benefit from the actual project that we're working in. So community integration is absolutely essential. We can't start any project specifically with the South African climate uh, without everyone's permissions. Once we've got that, then we kind of understand, all right, what are the requirements of the school? What can we be planting? What can't we be planting? Um, and we also understand which of the, the community members are going to be working with us on a daily or weekly basis. So generally at a school, there's either a teacher or a staff member that's on site, living on site or lives within the community that we would educate. 
um, and we would provide all the platforms and stuff that they need to have a successfully grown garden. So we would provide them with the structures, we would provide them with the training while we're constructing it and we are we actually um, maintaining it. Um, and then we would allow them to grow their own garden, which is essentially the point of everything. We can't be there to help everyone plant trees and grow veg. We want to provide the education and the platform so they can do it themselves. Um, but what we do do is, is that on a continuous basis, whether it's seasonal or monthly, uh, we go and we check in the garden to provide them with the support that they need. And if there's any other kind of fundraising that needs to happen for the space, then we'll go about doing that, which is generally where the slowdown is a lot of it. Like, but we're happy to go through that process and take it step by step. Like we also don't want to kind of go into a space, throw everything at them at once, and then it's too much for, for every, anyone to handle. Um, so we take things slow. There's a lot of patience involved in growing food gardens and uh, planting trees and growing forests. David, that was a bit about your NGO, and it really I, I endorse it enormously. I think it's absolutely fantastic what you do. But you also have the fun part of landscaping, and I was on your website, and it must be amazing opportunity in terms of creativity, but also bringing in the knowledge of landscaping somebody's garden. And I just wonder if you tell us about a little bit about that. Yeah, so our landscaping company is called Plant Life Artscapes, and it works together with Plant Nation. Um, and, you know, the, the, the creative side, it's, it's quite amazing to see because first you have to deal with a client in the space that's available. You've got to understand what the client needs and what they're trying to actually achieve within the garden. Um, so we've got to take their vision together with our practical understanding of what you can grow within a garden. Um, and we utilize both ends of it to create a vision, which we generally draw up on the computer. We create a digital representation of what our vision is, which is a first manifestation, right? So first we've got to visually manifest it. Then we've got to put it digitally onto a computer. And then once we've shared that vision and get that vision's approval from our clients, we then go about really manifesting this entire thing. Um and a lot of it is construction. We've used like construction and paving and pools and decking and lighting and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of construction that needs to happen to create that thriving garden space. But then when we start bringing in the plants and the lawn and the irrigation system, it's literally bringing an entire space to life. Um, and the whole process of, you know, where it starts and where it finishes, which it never really does because the garden continues to grow, which is, Probably the most important lesson from all of it is that we finish this project, we do maintain our gardens, obviously, but the whole process of actually watching it grow is probably the best part. Um, so, yeah, it's from, from a creative side, it's absolutely amazing. Um, and what we do is as well, because we're very environmentally aware of what it is that we are doing with our gardens, we also try to focus on indigenous planting. So in South Africa, we, most of us or a lot of us are blessed with either a garden at a home or at a school or a surrounding park. So if we as garden or private home or business park landscapers utilize each one of these gardens as a pocket, not only for the home or business owners, but for the environment as well, um, it creates these like micro pockets of spaces that are protected by our big walls. Um, protected by us, so the trees and plants manage to grow stronger because they're in a protected space. Um, so it allows for us to be planting 
all these macro gardens or forests or woodlands or what grasslands, whatever it is, all across the country. And we're hoping that over time, we believe it will, um, will really allow for the environment to have all these protected spaces. Um, because the city is approaching, but in Johannesburg, we, like I say, we're fortunate that in our garden, we've got a tree that can house cut birds, insects, bees, all that kind of stuff. I mean, behind me, I'm in a complex and I've got so many trees. So it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's an opportunity to have a really great growing, thriving space at home, but also to support the environment, which is what we hunt to. David, I think my last question to you is around the concept or of green fingers. Um, that some people have the ability to grow plants and other people just look at the plant and it dies. Uh, can you confirm or deny this? I can 100% confirm it. Yeah. That's quite no, worrying. No, the thing is, is that, uh, that's, I mean, you can see, right? It's, it's, it's like everyone can learn to plant. Everyone can learn how to plant a tree. The basic steps to follow, but to really work with nature, there's a deeper connection that, um, I feel that I've tapped into or I've been, um, honored or blessed to be a part of or to be, you know, just, 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 just to have that understanding and deep connection with nature is something special. And to have real green thumbs and to be able to plant and understand the way that these things work, I think it's a deeper understanding of nature. Um, I can't do accounts, right? So I got, there's a lot of things that I, I can't do, right? So, you know, not everyone is aligned to be working with nature on this large scale. Um, but they have other skills and they can learn, you know, I can't plant trees without fundraising, right? So I need the people that are good at making money and that business sense to help support us with that. So it's about us all collaborating and working together. Um, I'll be the green thumb. Someone else can, you know, can, can bring in the greens, for example. So it's, 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 it's a, it's a balance of working with everyone that's supporting us. So you started off by talking about a symbiosis. You know, we need the sun, we need the rain, we need everything yeah. to make it. So you, an important part of this ecosystem. David, thank you so much for sharing, um, the incredible work that you do and just keep it up. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. And to everyone that's listening, you're welcome to come support us. You're also welcome to come plant trees with us. Um, at the end of last year, we planted 5,000 trees in Mordefontein Nature Reserve. We now need to look after them and care for them like they're little kids. They need water. They need blood. They need care. So if anyone wants to come get their hands dirty, contact us. Visit our website. Get in touch with us. And, uh, yeah, let's plant trees and let's do our best for the planet. And thank you for having us. Uh, David, just quickly, would you like to give your uh, website details? Yeah, so website is www.plant nation.co.za and my email address is david at plantnation.co.za so and also is- all, sorry just on social media it's at plant nation africa should get you everything you need uh, david so the good news is if anybody missed that i have all those contact details and everybody knows how to contact me so uh thank you very much thank you so much for joining me that was david jackie founder and director of plant nation africa Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.